Gotta aim for the top like Hello Yeah I can never doubt myself I know better All of you critics be acting like you know better Here's a fact If you ask yourself that question Does this feed my faith, my family, or my finances And it doesn't If you do that I guarantee it'll, it'll guide your decisions No, I'm on my element Ooh, yeah I'm on my element Ooh Welcome to the Now or Never podcast, all things entrepreneurship, people who just take life and kick it square in the ass. I'm your host, Tim Rexius, with my beautiful co-host, my wife, Brittany Rexius. Hey. Wow, I'm pizzazzing. I know. Oh, the 5 a.m. workouts, they're putting a little pep in my step until about 2 p.m. Well, you guys are in the past, we're, you know, we talked about like us taking our health more seriously. We can't just be in an industry of, of uh, selling nutritional supplements, helping people be healthy and having gyms and all this shit, not living and breathe it. And we're, I mean, we are... Um, we put way too much on our plate. Like yeah. we, we, I love it when people are like, oh, how busy I am. I'm like, do you have any kids? No. Okay. You're not busy. Yeah. Um, and you know, working 80 hours a week with six kids, it's a challenging, but you have to make it a priority. And I always, the expression, if you want it as bad as you want to breathe, you'll figure it out. Right. So, um, you know, a couple of announcements, things before we get into a little bit today, it's a short one, but, um, Big things happen at VHI. We just yeah. landed a national distribution account for the OPP Protein Popcorn. Yes. So anybody who follows this from the supplement industry, go to Sport Life. Um, and they're going to have it at all three warehouses, the mini bags. And you should pressure your reps to get the big bags. Hit yes. hit. Anyways, <laughs> um, and we're going to the Sweet and Sacks Convention in Chicago in May. We're going to present to some of the biggest food buyers in the world. It's pretty awesome. And Exciting stuff. Really starting to land some accounts here and there and all over the place. So VHI is really starting to grow. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a premier name in the supplement industry over the next 24 to 36 months. And in saying, I actually get to fly down uh, next week and talk to a buddy of mine who's got an extreme amount of experience in this industry. And uh, I'm going to try to bribe him to come on Team VHI. So uh, (laughs) there's your warning, Frank. Anyways, uh, you know, that's it. So uh, something else we'll talk about today, something that we find and we preach a lot to our team, we preach a lot to our franchisees is about networking, okay? It's a, it's a huge thing for business. So I don't care if you're a dentist, a chiropractor, I don't care if you run a retail supplement store, if you own a gym, um, if you're the local lawn mowing guy, um, networking is an invaluable tool that is underappreciated and it's not the way you think it is, which you know I find with the younger entrepreneurs, and we just gave a couple of speeches at a couple of high schools, explaining things from a different perspective that, you know, things like the chamber of commerce, whether it be a city chamber, a county chamber, a state chamber, whether it's a center for your networking group, mm-hmm. whatever it is, we are part, we, we are literally in all of them. Yeah. And we actually make our team, our management team go out to all of them as well, because it's a huge networking tool. And, and we've had people literally say, well, that's old people stuff. Yeah. You can see it that way. It's, it's, it's old school because yeah. it fucking works. Exactly. And, and, and that's where I always find it. So arrogant and, and ignorant when people think, well, I know how to do this better than pioneers of industry who've been doing this for the last 60, 70 years. No, you don't. And so when I was younger and I first got into this, what I found was as I was the young man in the room, definitely not the case now, but I was <laughs> then. And a lot of these older people who were in business, who've been doing this for 20 and 30 years, looked at me like one of their kids. Two of them said, like, I wish my kid had your kind of drive. And they would actually almost parentally help me get things that I couldn't afford to do or opportunities I couldn't get on my own because they took that mentoring type feel. You yeah, know, it's something well, that I've talked to Chad in the great length about. I'm like, dude, you got to come to these events with me because everyone there is for the same mission. And that's what you have to think. They're all running business. They're working for companies or they have their own and they're yeah. all trying to grow and understand. So like in a nutrition store, for instance, let me explain this. And Brittany knows this. We work at the shops. We'll talk. We ran a whole shift for a whole day. We're going to talk to, if it's center store, 50 to 60 customers, right? Yeah. At least during one day. And so 
20 to 30 of those are people that we know that shop consistently. Yeah. We know them. And if I just got a really good deal from the guy, the guy who sells tires down the street at the tire shop and we're in the chamber and I got to know him and there's a relationship that's developed there, I'm going to talk about, so they bring, I got to get some tires. Oh, dude, go see my boy, John. Yeah. He runs a tire shop down the street. Tell him I sent you here. I have his card. And then you know how it is. You always want to know that I got a I guy. Got a guy. I got a guy, yeah. right? I got a guy. You're, you're the you're the cheers bartender, right? You always know everybody that needs to know somebody something. That's what these these networking groups do for you. And automatically, John's going to get that business because it came with our personal recommendation and yep. a business card. Like, go tell him, tell him that Tim sent you, tell him that Brittany sent you. And boom, this guy's business. That sale's been made because we already have that trust. Well, now think about it. If you meet 100 business owners at a chamber event who all had that same exact 20, who all had the same exact situation, they have 20 customers mm-hmm. that they talk to on a daily basis. And that's how you grow without actually having to spend a freaking dime on radio or TV or social media. Yeah. And it's it's and it's honestly, it's like I brought it up to Chad, for instance, was, uh, which I'm going to get you to go no matter what. I'm Bad. Yeah. I'll well, be I mean, there. The thing is, is like, just people are like, hey, I've seen your stuff online. You Some of these ones are new. Like, Senator is new for me. I did their uh, golf tournament last year and, and, and had a few too many drinks. And I was like, hey, I like this place, right? So, <laughs> and it was funny. Like, we really like your videos and stuff. Like, what does that cost? So, hey, I go, actually, we have we have a guy. And he goes, I've been friends with them since we were six years old. And I go, oh, cool. Because they're always afraid when it's, in, when it's an area that they don't understand. There's yeah. a lot of fear of, I don't even want to start the conversation because I'm afraid of what it might cost or what I might get talked into. Yeah. And so by giving a recommendation, no, that's my boy, Chad. He'll take great care of you. Da, da, da. The sale's been made, so it's actually you're helping the other businesses sharpen themselves up. Yeah. So if you give a shit about your community at all and ha- seeing the businesses around your community grow, join the damn chamber, county, city. Yeah. Um, you know, I got offered the position to possibly be the chairman of the board for a, a local chamber here. I kind of got set up. <laughs> and if you guys watch this, you set me up. Um, and, you know, if it works, I'm going to do it because I really firmly believe in supporting local as a thing. And, and I want our kids and our grandkids to have a future. And it's not because we're irrelevant because we're not adapting. We're not using the tools that are around us all the time. You know, and, and Brittany's seen this firsthand, like with some of the people we've done some of the chamber stuff with. And- oh, yeah. I mean, it, social media is great, but it's only a tool. When people want to make that connection, they still want a familiar connection. They still want an in-person connection in these chamber coffee and contacts. You just get to go shake hands, have free coffee and just go meet new people and expand your own network. And then you're expanding their networks and vice versa. I mean, it's, it's always a, a good thing to have a handshake. I am, maybe I'm old school because that's how I grew up because I grew up in small business families and a firm handshake is, says so much. I mean, you could have said it better. It, it, it is, uh, it, it makes so much sense when you can look somebody else in the eye with yeah. the social media thing. You sometimes you don't know who's behind. Right. It could the, be completely the, fake yeah. on social media. You, you know, so you, when you actually shake their hand, look them in the eye, and even if they have somebody running their social media, like for them, but if you can actually meet the person that you're doing yeah. business with, mm-hmm. it makes all the difference. Oh yeah, puts well, it in is, a whole and it's layer how of trust. many brands that we've done business with. Even because you know we're 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 in a global supply chain, especially our industry, and we're in a national uh, distribution channel. So, brands we buy from for the Rexy stores, for instance, there's guys there in New Jersey, they're in my they're in Boca Raton, actually yeah. two of them. Um, I got guys down in Texas. I got to find on West Palm Beach next week to talk to Frank. Um, 
just cool. Get me out of here. Um, but you know, they're all over the place, but it's funny. The guys that I buy from are the guys who've been here. Yeah. They literally was because I met them. And even if I didn't even like them at first, I gave them props for actually trying to earn the business. Yeah. And that's who we do business with. There's one company we spend a half a million dollars a year with who he came up here two or three times. I didn't even like him that much. Um, and now he's convinced we named our youngest child after him. But <laughs> we do a lot of business with these guys because he came up here. It ended up coming like he was fast forward three, four years later. He's at our wedding. Yeah. You know, he's at one of our franchisees weddings um, up in the middle of nowhere. Waiting to, and that's all because he took the time to come here, earn the business. And now we carry 50 SKUs from this yeah. company. You know, he and took it's, the time to become a friend. That's it. He took the time to become a friend. He didn't wow me with any real technical knowledge. He invented his own pre-workout, which I thought sucked. But the rest of the brand was it's awesome. And and he's just a good guy. And and so here's the thing. There's sometimes when even he slips, right? Where maybe his service isn't what I need it to be. He's got personal shit going on. I'm just, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. It's okay because it's my friend. And so I actually am okay with it taking a little longer or having to ask a second or third time for something. If you know, because we all have those days. Oh, we yeah. have those weeks, those months, those seasons of our life. But since he's my friend, I'm not threatening him. We're not arguing. I'm like, hey man. I don't know what's going on, bro. I'm here for you. But hey, can I get a copy of my invoice? Yeah. It's fine because that's what friends do. And this is where the whole point is. So don't try to get customers. Try to get friends. And that's it. You know, you can turn your customers into your friends. And mm-hmm. that's how a lot easier than turning your friends into customers. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about that repetitively. So join the chamber. Like, listen, if I told you that for 100 bucks a year to join the city of Ralston chamber, you could gain $1,000 a month in business, a 12,000% return on your investment, would you do it? Heck yeah. Of course you would. You'd be so, stupid not to. I think I screwed that math up, but you get the point. Um, <laughs> you get that many multiplier return on your investment because you met people. They've got friends. They're going to buy from you. Their friends are going to buy from you. You get to create these relationships. And not only that, even if you just did one year and you only went to one coffee and contacts a month, every month for one hour in the morning, and you went and met those people and all of a sudden you got that business. Now, you, let's say you didn't even rejoin next year, but now you've got those connections yeah. and those circles keep growing and expanding. And also understand that for you, for you older cats who maybe did the chamber five, six, seven years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and you quit because maybe you didn't feel like you're getting as much out of it. Understand that your demographic, your customers rotate, they move, they move to neighborhoods, they move to new cities, new states. All the people you had firm because you were satisfied and complacent are gone now. Your staff has aged, so the demographic has changed. Getting back in the chamber reintroduces you to the community who may have been there forever. Yeah. You know, and that's, and it's like me, it's like, I, right now, right now we farm out our printings, a lot of our printing out of state, because I don't know anybody here locally who can do it at a fair price in the volume and time that I need it done by. Yeah. There's a couple of smaller shops and I like them and we do what we can local, but, and I'm sure they're here. I don't have time to search you out. I don't, I just don't, honestly don't have the time. I go with wherever my vendors recommend that they already deal with. Cause why? Cause my vendors are my friends and they've yep. made a suggestion. I would love nothing more. So, Hey, you want a printing company up here and you can do foil labels on roll at a decent price and a decent speed. Come to a freaking chamber meeting so I can meet you. That's it. Like we're, it's constant packaging. You name it. Like you don't oh, believe yeah. the needs we have. Um, it's, it's constant. It, it's con- like, I haven't met a single person in an office supply place at any single chamber, or anything. So what do we do? We kind of look it up on Marketplace and randomly. I don't have a guy. I want to have a guy. You know what I mean? I want to have a guy or gal at some place that I can go to. And that's literally, that's on you. Yeah. And I've seen some of the most, and for you guys in the nutrition industry, listen to this. I, let me tell you right now. I've seen some of the most successful trainers and owners of supplement stores, and their main driving force is the local chambers. Mm-hmm. 
And it is once a month. It's twice a month. Uh, a coffee and a contact, shaking hands, eating some donuts here, having coffee in the morning. Yeah. It might be a once a month mixer at 4.35 o'clock for happy hour. You don't have to go to everything. And some of them for you younger entrepreneurs, you need to do all of them because you don't know shit. You think you know <laughs> things, but you don't know a goddamn thing. You don't know anything. The amount of knowledge. Imagine if you got the chance to sit across from Jeff Bezos or Steve Jobs or Warren Buffett right? Captains of industry, like them, love them, or hate them. They're fucking good. And you got the chance to sit there with them for an hour and pick their brain over a cup of coffee. How many of you would jump to that opportunity? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, understand that there are a hundred of those in your community who have 50, 60, 70 years of experience who you can't learn in a book and you can't learn in college. And they're willing to sit there and meet with you and give you suggestions. Sometimes your suggestions are outdated. Sure. But you smile just right. like you're talking to grandpa. And you want to talk about the crazy shit he did back in Nam, right? But that's all right. You just smile and you give him another drink. But that's the whole point. But you just sit there and just soak that knowledge in and be like, you know what? I never thought of it like that. Yeah, because I was going to say it may change the way you think about something if you hear their experience that may be outdated. But if you can apply it to this time mm -hmm. of your life, I mean – What's the what's the harm going to be? Well, it's just it. And I think my little brother has been great at that. Craig, he's an attorney here in Omaha, and he makes connections. He goes to events, and he makes connections. He always wants to like, hey, look, give me your card. Let's get coffee, whatever. And then so he calls me up like, hey, this guy I met, used to franchise with you know the automotive industry. Then he was franchising with Complete Nutrition. Then he's back, and he's with the biggest um, franchisee. He's their CEO, CFO for the biggest franchisee for Jiffy Lube in the entire United States, and he's here in Omaha, Nebraska. And he doesn't even own franchises here. They're all out of state. They're New York to whatever. It's a new concept. It's a designer. It's it's like you're going into the dealership waiting room, but it's Jiffy Lube. Where we're talking K cups and 60 inch flat screen TVs, and it's clean. And the the person doing the desk doesn't work in there, so there's no oil in their hands. Just I'm like, yeah. Oh shit, that's bougie. You're right up my wife's alley. She would totally pay double for that. And I know my wife. And and I'm like, that's all. But I'm like, so I'm I so we had we had lunch uh, last week and Craig just wanted to introduce me and he met him through a, a, an event. And I'm like, this is cool. And Craig's like, well, Craig's not gonna get a lot of this guy, but he knows that I would. So he made the connection and now I have a new friend and now I'm you like, got a new guy. And now I got a new guy. I'm like, hey, like, what do you think of this? We're shooting ideas back and forth. And he doesn't know a lot about my company, but I'm I'm appreciating this fact. This guy is about 20 years older than me. He's got phenomenal experience. And God, you know, it's like we always you always hear the thing, and you probably say it to yourself if you're if you're our age, you're in your 40s, you're like, God, I wish I knew what I knew now at 21. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, there's your fucking chance. It's all in the chamber and the networking events. Go invest in yourself and learn shit. Nothing is ever lost. In a conversation. Yeah. Don't trust me. These, and for, I've heard fear of this before. Most of these are not political. Some of them are, but very, very rarely. It's one of those things. Most people don't talk about politics and religion when it comes to business. And this is usually the case with almost every single chamber or networking event that nobody does. They're talking about how to make money. Mm -hmm. Right? That's it. They're trying to talk like, how do I grow? How do I do this? And, you know, and I've been honest with you. And don't ever be afraid of having a conversation. I have to go meet these insurance guys in two weeks. Then I met at another event. I, I've done like six in the last three weeks. And I'm like, I go, honestly, I don't think we're in the same uh, financial uh, room, guys. I think you're <laughs> in the 30-year room and I'm in the 10-year room. And uh, It's all right, though. You know, I don't Eventually think we have the same disposable income. And then I'm like, so I don't want to waste your time. I go, but I still want to do this meeting because I would really like to learn. And I go, because I plan on being in your room, the 30-year room, in five years. Yeah. I go, I'm going to double it. And so they're like, and the guy goes, I love your transparency. Absolutely. I'll bring the whole team. Oh, shit. 
All right, well, I'm good. In a, I'm good. In a, I'm good in a group, but I want to learn because I know where my goals are. You know, and it's it's something that Andy Frisella and Ed Milet, who do the Arte Syndicate, and Andy's got the Real AF podcast, but uh, you know, Ed Milet's mostly just business and interviews. He maybe the guy who started Netflix and the guy who started Redbox. It's really cool stories. Um, now they get very political in the Real AF, but that's besides the point. Is they they've talked about these rooms, and it's a, specifically with Ed Milet. If you look up the Ed Milet show on Andy, Andy Frisella's either MFCEO Project Real AF podcast, it's a great listen. Uh, if you can bypass the stuff you don't like. Um, but it is. They talk about the rooms, right? And the five-year room. And this is what you get from the chamber. That's why I'm bringing it up. It's very relevant. In the five-year room, everyone, the one to five-year room, everyone's trying to kill each other. Everyone's putting each other down to try to get their space, try to get the starting lineup, you know, starting yeah. defense, place at the table. If you don't know that reference, we can't be friends. <laughs> the program, 1993. Anyways, um, they're trying to get to that room. By the 10-year room, it's it's lighter because a lot of people have fallen out of that room. They didn't make it to 10 years. Yeah. And there's still some pissing and moaning and bitching and moaning. There's still people who talk shit about each other a little bit, but you're in a much better place. Like I don't, you know, like I was very competitive at year five and at year 10 to 12, I'm still competitive, but I'm, I'm in a positive place. Yeah. Right. When you get to that 20 year room, you're established. You are now uh, anchor in your community mm -hmm. with whatever business that is. You have arrived. And that room is very empty. There's only a few other guys or gals in that room. And we're not talking about putting each other down. Like, hey, what are you doing with this? We're using commonality in that room. And that's kind of the room I'm entering right now. I'm yeah. kind of skipped ahead. And I'm kind of entering that 20-year room right now for me where it's guys who technically I compete against, but we you know, when we could, but I'm like, Hey, how do you guys do this? And it's amazing that I'm talking to another guy who has a brand on the West coast that markets better than we do. And I send chat videos. I'm like, Hey, we need to do this. And, and, and I ask him like, Hey, who does your marketing? Like who does it? And he just, he's like, Oh, cool. Like, cause yeah. he's in the 20 year room too. And we want to see both each other, see both of us. Grow. Yeah. We have the same enemy, Amazon. And, uh, you know, we have an online, like we have, we're in the same boat, right? And, and so it's amazing in the 20 room, we're all like, hey, trying to sharpen each other's skills with very complex problems that there isn't a large group of people for me to go to in my core who have that experience. And so that's where the 20 year room is. Yeah. And now the guys in the 20 year room where I'm just entering, they're, they're look, they're talking to the guys in the 30 and 40 and 50 year room. Okay. Yeah. They're the guys, the Warren Buffett's they're the 50 year room, right? They're the guys who are so established. They're considered experts in every single thing in their field. They are considered pioneers. They're, they're considered like, Hey, I want to write your biography. Hey, I should write a book about you kind of people. And we're all striving to that. Do you think I'm going to tell the guy in the 50 year room, like Warren Buffett, he doesn't know what he's doing. That would be fucking insane. But that's how it seems like a lot of these young entrepreneurs treat these things like chamber events and networking events. Yeah. And yes, like I went on a golfing thing and I'm with a 65-year-old, 66-year-old uh, CEO of a bank um, who I'm like, they let you run a bank? Like this dude was a complete goof. But it's probably because he was on in business, right? But yeah. Man, what a great conversation. We shared a golf cart for 18 holes. I was getting my ass kicked, so he kept buying me drinks. And I was like, sweet, I like you. You know, we're just talking things. And he, we started he goes, we, we start talking. All of a sudden, he's asking my advice from a younger perspective, because I'm 25 years his, his, his younger, his junior, about like, hey, with, you know, loan and making loans for people doing payroll, and there's my opinion on it. Like, what do I see? And I'm asking him, like, hey, when I go to financing, like, what do you look? Like, I go, no, I'm not going to do a loan at your bank. I'm just really curious. And we have a great conversation. And he's like, oh, hey, my son owns this business. Oh, no shit. So now I go to Golf USA because that's what his son owns. Yeah. Cool versus the other ones. Like, nothing against, but, you know, I'm just like, okay, cool. I'll go support a guy. They're all local, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's what happens is I got the chance to talk to a guy who's in the 50, who's in the 40-year room. He started at 25, he's 65. He's in the 40-year room. I'm like, cool, what, what goes on there? 
Cool. Do they have free snacks? I'm curious. Do they give out? I mean, is there free beer there? But let's, you know, and that's the thing. So that's the chamber event. You get a chance to meet guys and gals in the 20, 30, 40, and 50 year room where you want to be, and you're a fool. If you don't take that as a chance to become a sponge and just now I talk a lot. Everybody knows this. If you watch yes. the podcast, you're aware. And, and that's the one position I'll tell jokes to get people laughing, but you'll see me talk a lot, but everything I'm saying for the most part is me asking questions. What do you do? Oh, that's neat. Well, how, tell me about that. Because people get very, how do I, what's the word? They, they feel very proud to talk about what they do. And it's amazing to hear their stories. Yeah. And even if I don't find it interesting whatsoever, you won't see it on my face. You have to practice this. Uh, my wife doesn't hide expressions from her face, but I'm like, okay, cool. Because, you know, like I'm the first two minutes of whatever time, I'm like, God, that sounds boring as shit. And all of a sudden they come to the thing, but we also do this. Oh, that's cool. Why? I'm letting them a chance because people like to feel like they're in an authority position and in a teaching position. People like to feel like what they do is appreciated. Mm -hmm. So all I go in these events is to get pure appreciation for what other people do, you know? Yeah. And it's all about just continuing to be open to learning and understand I mean, that every person you do business with, and this is another thing for some business owners who like to shit on their own salespeople, um, they're in business too, and yeah. they're doing a job. And if you're the kind of person who likes to put other people down to make yourself feel better, um, you suck. Get some help, okay? <laughs> um, because it's like our guy who sells water. Like him and I had a little falling a thing because I the water company we're dealing with were a pain in my ass. They were charged me. He ended up leaving them. Um, and he helped me out a few times trying to get out of those contracts. It was a terrible company. Well, I go to my first center event about a month ago, walk in, it's the first dude I see. I'm like, Matt, what's up? He's like, right, let me introduce you to everybody. Because I wasn't a dick to him, even yeah. though our business thing didn't really work out. And I was just nice to him. Who else can be nice to the water salesman guy? You know, who's bugging you to try to spend like ridiculous money on water, right? And we actually ended up doing uh, just for convenience purposes because yeah. we got to a certain size where it made sense. But it was just, and he knew the contract was bad, but I'm just like, Matt, what's up? He's cool. Introduces me to every person in the fucking room because I took time to be nice to the water salesman guy who has left that company and gone to another company, which he has a bigger role in and he's well known there. And this is the whole point. Always be making friends. Mm -hmm. Always be networking. Join every networking group and the younger ones, like we told Alex Christina, the tips groups, which are usually like tips groups for young entrepreneur organizations. They have, you know, young hustlers, whatever, same being at the age of 40, sometimes they're under the age of 30 groups. If you're on the age of 40, you need to do all of them. Yeah. I mean, I mean all of them. If and you're a female, there are tons of different female, female yeah. groups that, I mean, get involved, go, I mean. They have, it, they have a single, I mean, if you remember, they have uh, uh, regular just women's coffee and contacts in yeah. certain chambers as a subgroup. Go because there's some of like when we gave a speech at Miller South High School two days ago, two days ago. Yeah. And what a great opportunity to talk to youth. And we're going back again on Monday. Then I got Westside High School next Friday. And we did Gretna a couple weeks ago. And I did, we love doing this shit. And, and the best part is that we get to talk to young kids. Two of them sent me emails. They want to work. You know, I'm going to hire them both. Like, I love motivated people. That was me at 17, 18. So I'm trying to be what I needed at that age. But also, like, Brittany, here I'm talking to these kids, and we're making jokes. We're talking about football. We're talking about supplements and gyms and stuff. And these guys, I mean, they're really interested and just totally geeked me out and re-energized me. But what I see over there to my wife, speaking to two young senior girls uh, who are trying to figure out their place. And I, and also they realize that, you know, maybe Brittany knows some shit. She's done some things. She's got a hell of a resume. They're not like, how do you do this as a woman? Like, how do you do this? Do you find it difficult? All the questions they really want to ask somebody who's actually done it yeah. because they're at 18 years old trying to figure out where their place is, where their entry is, how they do these things. They want to be entrepreneurs. What a fa fabulous tool to talk to somebody who is, um, younger than me, but not young ish. I'm young. 
We're in our 40s, I am, Britt. I am young. We're in our 40s. I am 40 years old and I am young. You look hot. So that's what's important. <laughs> so um, good number seven. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> but what a great opportunity to talk to somebody who's already gone through all these trials and tribulations and done these different jobs and experienced different things, who's actually experienced, uh, you know, um, I don't know what the word is, but you know, being put down because she's a woman, being put into a position. And yeah. I think I think one of the biggest mistakes young entrepreneurs might make is not learning yeah. from your predecessors' mistakes. Yeah, taking those opportunities to be able to say, okay, where did they go wrong? What you know, where can mm-hmm. I improve? Learning from those things and having that perspective. But the only way to have that perspective is, like you said, you have to put yourself in the room with those people, right? Mm-hmm. And be open to learning. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing. And that's the thing. It's you know, and I mean, and for her especially, like you know, they're going to ask questions as a female that I can't answer because mm-hmm. I didn't experience that. Brittany's been in positions where, you know, some sexism things were involved, where she was put in positions because a woman, or they acted like she was like their pseudo girlfriend, and actually pushed her career down because she didn't respond in kind. And she had one job where she literally was kind of shit on after she started dating me. I had yeah. You know, it was in its bullet. Like, I can't explain what that is. Once I'm a I dude. Got pregnant. Yeah, once she got pregnant, she a very condescending employer's reason why she came to work for the companies. Yeah. Now I can't answer those questions, but she can. And what's why you gotta get to the room with the people in the 20-year room. That's why you do the chamber events, why you learn. That's the whole point. Is that you know, it, I see a lot of young entrepreneurs sharing these posts, the posts that we all like to look cute, and they're look, you know, they're really, you know, oh, challenging. Failure is just one way it didn't work, or failure is the best lesson in teacher. Everybody says that shit. Well, it's fucking true. The problem yeah. is you need to stop posting it as a hashtag on your fucking Instagram story and embody it. Yeah. And so, you know what? Other people have already made these mistakes. And so instead of you making them again, yeah, go learn, learn from, from them. them. And that way you can avoid those pitfalls. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing for me is I'm trying to avoid my pitfalls now are pitfalls that cost me $100,000. They cost me <laughs> a half a million dollars because of the company size. It isn't like a pitfall when you first start and you lost a thousand bucks. Well, thousand bucks to them is like a hundred thousand. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. it, it's it's still very important. My ones now, my my pitfalls, mistakes I'm trying to avoid can cost other people their jobs. Yeah, and it's important. So if I can talk to somebody who's already done this, I'm going to. And it's amazing. Everybody's like, "How did you get this company to tell you how they did their social media ads?" I called them. <laughs> I was nice and I was gracious, and I said, "Hey, I'm curious. Like, if you have time to time, can we hop on a call?" Can we hop on a Zoom or a chat? I guess got some questions like how you do your marketing, and I'm really curious. I really admire what you've done. And every time, I've never been told no by yeah. anybody. They're like, oh, shit, are you serious? I'm trying to get to your spot. Cool. And then we start trading ideas. So stop hanging out in the five-year room and get to the 20-year room, room. Join the chambers. Join the networking groups. Do all of them. And that's mm-hmm. the biggest questions we have from the high school kids the last two times is yeah. how do you do networking? And is there like, those are older people that look at me like I'm a kid. I go, yeah, exactly. They're going to look at you once they realize that you're determined and you have a work ethic and you've got a solid plan and you're willing to learn. They're going to look at you like you're their kid. Yeah. And what do your parents do for you? Anything. Anything. Yeah. What do your parents do for you? They spend money. What do they do? They, 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 here's the thing. Like parents co-sign loans for kids, for cars, businesses, houses sometimes. Now let me explain something to you as a parent of six. We never want to do it. <laughs> Nothing about that says, no, man, I've been working this for 40 years. I want to keep my own fucking money. But you do it because you love them and you kind of have to, right? I didn't really want to buy kids cars this year. I had my shitty time to buy cars, right? But you do it because you love them. 
And you know, and I'm like, you know, that's awesome. Cool. Become the kid of all the people in the 40 year room. Yeah. And you're going to rise. You're going to get to the 10 year room at year three because somebody else, all these people in the 40 year room elevate, you know, you get to get away from this shit that we're going to avoid this, avoid that, avoid this, get here, get here, get here. They want to see you successful. Oh yeah. Here's the other part. They want to be part of the story. Mm-hmm. They want to be part of the story. If you guys are listening to this podcast for all three years we've been doing this, you go back to the first five or six, maybe 10 episodes, you will hear me talk about my Uncle Steve probably seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times because he was in the 40-year room and he brought me in when I was in year one and started showing me things. And so I knew what the 20-year room and the 30-year room and the 40-year room looked like because somebody took the time to teach me, inspire yeah. me, motivate me, and mentor me which has allowed me to be here today. That's why we go to these chamber things, not only to grow our own businesses, but because I want to be that for somebody else. Oh, which yeah. is why we do the speeches at the high schools for free. It's why we do all these things. And so understand there are people there with mountains of knowledge ready to pour it into you. You just got to be one to receive it. So um, anyways, thanks for tuning in. Uh, go join a chamber. And uh, if I end up chairing the board of a chamber, Anyone here locally, you're going to have to join. So, all right, see you guys next week. You can be a friend of me, an enemy. Keep that same old energy, because I know I'm in my element. Ooh, yeah.